Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal! You're my boy, boo! Yo, Adrian! I A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah! TV. Nice! Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Romy, welcome to the cave. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Uh, you are the second guest of uh, this week, Jeannie and Georgia. I just had uh, Chelsea on a few days ago. Oh, I love Chelsea. <laughs> so, yeah, exciting times for you. Uh, you know, I said the listeners of viewers attending this interview, they'll see you on season two, which just returned about a week ago. Also, I was just telling Chelsea the other day, too, uh, number one on Netflix right now. Yeah, it's exciting. Exciting times. Uh, so, season one, let's jump right. Actually, you know what? We don't want to jump into the season just yet. Uh, um, I want to talk a little about uh, your career and everything. Like, uh, what made you get into the entertainment industry? Because this is one of your biggest projects you've done so far, from what I saw. Yeah, this is kind of like the the main one. Um, I don't really know what made me want to start acting, but um, I was lucky enough when I was in high school. I um was working for this family that lived in my neighborhood. And the dad was an actor and, um, like, writer, producer. Uh, and I'd mentioned to him that I, I had wanted to try acting. And so he sort of, like, took me under his wing and oh, wow. and introduced me to my agent and got me started. And then I went to theater school. And while I was there, I booked season one of Ginny and Georgia. And it sort of just kept going from there. Mm. Was the goal always like TV or was it just theater at first? And you're just like, oh, let me just give this a shot and see what happens. Uh, it was definitely started out as me falling in love with theater. And um, uh, and it, I still love theater very much. And it has a very special place in my heart. But uh, it's the TV stuff is really, really fun as well mm-hmm. in a lot of unexpected ways. And so. I'm kind of trying to do everything. I hope that I get to keep doing everything. Yeah. What's the goal, you think? Oh, my God. There are so many goals. Um, I just want to work on projects that uh, are inspiring or that I get to work with amazing people, like Anjani and Georgia. Mm-hmm. I love the cast. I love the crew. And I love just going to work every day and being there. But, um, yeah, I hope that I can keep building getting career with a like very diverse resume mm. i've had a guest on before where they've done theater they've done the tv and film also one of the questions i like to ask him is like what's the biggest challenge transitioning from theater into tv you think um they're very different and they're both like so fulfilling and exhausting in very different ways i think a few months ago i or last month I did a play in Montreal and I would get home from rehearsal every day and just like go to bed at 8 PM. Um, and I forgot how physically exhausting it is because there's a lot less downtime in your day on stage, but shooting a show can like encompass your life a lot more. Um, but they're both so exciting. I think yeah. certain stories are meant to be films. Certain stories are meant to be plays. And it all do just you, feels great. 
do you get more nervous being on stage in theater or on set you think tv i think i get more nervous on set uh because it is newer to me but i i'm sort of i'm figuring it out yeah Plus, it's, I think it's easier if you if you you know you forget a line or something in TV, you can redo this. You know, you can redo the scene, but on stage, on the theater, you know, if you mess up a line, or everything. Hopefully, your partner, whoever's in the scene with you, can help you pick up to the next. Totally, yeah. That's half the fun, though. You really have to be like on top of your shit, or yeah, uh, <laughs> that's yeah, amazing. Keep you on your toes. <laughs> you get her toes. That's right. Uh, um. In your TV, uh, in your TV work and everything, like, or even just film too, like, is there anybody you look up to, you try to study under them, like watch their stuff just to make your craft better? Oh my God. There are so many, so many people. I really love having mentors and I, I like, I love being a student and learning things. And so I, I have so many amazing people that I look up to. Um, someone who I've been pestering with a lot of questions recently is Martha Burns, who's a brilliant, wonderful Canadian actor. And I think she's spectacular. Um, someone who I don't know personally, who I think is just a phenomenal actress um, is Rachel Sennett. I, she was in Shiva Baby and Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And I, I think she's just brilliant has a fantastic mm. career and is so mm. so talented and she can like do it all it's amazing it's awesome i was told to ask you what are you binging these days when you're not working everything what are you watching that's a really good question i just finished bad sisters okay um it's a an irish show it's on apple tv i think and it is so good and like the women in that show just ate it all up this season. They were really, really phenomenal. What's next on your list to start? I have no idea. I need recommendations. I feel like so <laughs> overwhelmed and inundated with content. That's right. That's right. What are you binging? Uh, actually, I've been watching a few little things. I just finished. Well, I just finished Tulsa Kings the other night with uh, Sylvester Stallone. And then we just restarted season two of Mayor of Kingstown last night. All right. So if you like a little action, those are the way way to go on those shows. You'll like them. I think you'll <laughs> yeah. enjoy them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Genie Georgia season two uh, just premiered uh, about a week and a half ago and everything. Uh, season one ended with cliffhangers, drama and everything. Season two doesn't disappoint either. As soon as you jump right in, everything just picks right up. Uh, and I had an opportunity to watch it. I said a few uh, few episodes. Uh, what are you like hoping when the viewers tune in for the first time to watch the, the second season, what are you hoping to get out of it? Oh gosh. I hope, I hope there's that everyone like responds to the show as, as much as they did the first time around. I think the, the second season uh, really, really the show found its voice and, and I loved the first season. I love the second season even more. I think we get to dive more deeply into all of these friendships. And I think the thing that I love seeing the most is how everyone's responding to the representations of mental health issues mm -hmm. in the show, because we were establishing so many things the first time around this time, we really got to sit in everything that we were grappling with um and there have been some really really beautiful responses to to how all of these issues are being 
portrayed in the show. I think people, it's really resonating with a lot of people, which is lovely to see. And it's the same, like, like I said, like I mentioned also, um, number one on Netflix, a lot of, there's a big fan base on the show. They cannot, it couldn't wait for season two to return. I know the day it came out, I was already getting messages that were like, when is season three? And I was like, I don't know. Soon, I hope. I, yeah. Wow. And it, all, and it also feels like when season one ended, we had a big gap between season two returns. So people were anxious and waiting and waiting and waiting. Yeah. And I'm glad they stuck around. I'm glad they they waited for us to come back. Yeah. I, I hope it was what people wanted to see. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was reading articles and everything. I also read that um, when you guys first filmed the first season, you know, it was all the COVID protocols and everything, and you guys were spaced out everything. How different was it getting back on set for the second season? Season one, we actually wrapped um, in December of 2019, right before everything shut down. So we were able to have a very normal shooting time. Um, But season two, we were filming during the pandemic and there was a lot of, a lot of COVID restrictions in place. But I think, I think we were able to, to dodge a lot of um, bad virusy times. It was very, yeah, the protocols worked. (laughs) And also like when you guys first got back on set, did you, did it feel like you guys didn't miss a beat with each other getting back on set to, to work? Yeah, totally. We all, we all like each other quite a bit. So it's, it was, it's always fun to go to work and hang out with all your friends and pretend like you're hanging out with your friends. It's great. Right. <laughs> so we see you as Samantha in the second season, first season, second season, of course. Uh, what drew you to the role and how do you describe this character? Oh my goodness. Um, well, what drew me to the role originally was was the writing. I think our, our writing team is very funny. And um, the scenes that I, were audi- uh, that I had auditioned with weren't ori- like, sorry, the scenes that I had auditioned with didn't end up in the the final version of the show mm-hmm. as they were originally but it um yeah i i had so much fun at that audition and then i sort of forgot about it and went about my business and uh i it was my first big job so i was very just happy to have a job and i'm right. lucky that it was this one um I don't know. I think Samantha, we don't really get to see very much of her. And uh, she's got some issues. She's uh, really doesn't fit in very well with. She doesn't play well. No. And she, I think she tries so, so hard and maybe too hard and it comes out in all the wrong ways, but um, hopefully Next time we'll get to see, we'll get to a little more of a peek into her life and why she is the way she is. And hopefully someone will, you know, check her, put her in her place and she can sort of come to the table with a little more love and mm. maybe a little less vitriol. Is it me or she tries like really hard also to try to become part of that band group that they have? Oh, that's all she wants to do. I think she was really hoping that the drama would remain and that she could sort of find her way in there but um no such luck that's right what do you love about samantha and if there's something you could change about her what would it be oh that's a good question um 
what do I love about her? I, I, I love her perseverance, I guess. I don't think it comes out in a good way. I think, I think the, the way she presents herself is really, really horrible and really unkind and it, and, um, and if I could change something about her, I would maybe try to give her a little more empathy, but I don't think any of her cruelty comes from, come, like, I think it all comes from a place of deep, deep, deep insecurity and self-hatred mm. and um, it's not about the other girls. So hopefully, hopefully she'll get to learn that lesson. So if you were in the writer's room right now, pencil you up season three what would you want to see with samantha oh well i don't think i could do the writer's job at all i think writing to me is the most impressive thing that anyone can do and i mm -hmm. i find that so intimidating and i admire them so much i think uh something that we've discussed is they they've planted a few little seeds in the last episode of we get to see um an interaction between samantha and abby where we have hints of maybe Samantha is going through similar issues to Abby. And, and um, I'm really curious to see where they're going to take that and see like how that unlikely relationship could play out. Mm -hmm. Well, we mentioned the writers and everything too. I've noticed throughout this season too, even the first season too, uh, how there's a lot of one-liners, one little like little like like zingers with each other and uh yeah. was there, like when you're reading the script are you just shaking your head what are you doing you're laughing what's what's going through your head oh my gosh so many different things like these something about this show is that it doesn't really fit into one singular uh, genre it's yeah covers so many bases and so when i'm reading the scripts i'm sitting there and i'm laughing and i'm like trying to figure out how it's all going to play out. And then we get to set or I watch the show and I'm like, oh, this is so much better than it was in my head. I spend most of my time sitting there being like, what, how are they going to do this? What, what is this going to look like? And everyone's so talented and wonderful. It all comes together in the best if, way. If we see a season three, who do you like, from the cast that you've worked with so far, is there anybody you ever had a lot of scenes with? Maybe you'll have a, a bigger story. So you mentioned Abby for maybe season three, but is there anybody else that you kind of hope to work with? My favorite person to be on set with is Becky, who plays Padma. I think she's so wonderful and so talented. And um, we are very good friends off of the show as well. Uh, and we only had two days on set together uh, this season. And so I hope I hope that she gets to be more immersified into the the friend group because mm. I love seeing her beautiful face. So after season two premiered now, uh friends, family, fans, DMing you, everything, what's been the reaction for this season? Oh, everyone's so sweet. Everyone's so lovely. Um, I mean, I think my favorite thing is that everyone hates Samantha because of course they do right. um but so far everyone's been very sweet to try and protect my feelings where they're like we hate Samantha she's the worst but you're great don't don't be offended we love you mm. um, and I I think it's so sweet it's so funny um yeah awesome. but everyone's been loving the show
That's great. Now, has there been any word on season three? Have you heard any any rumblings, any news? Your guess is as good as mine, but um, if it's all based on views. It's all based on uh, right. the audience. So if everyone keeps watching, hopefully we'll get another one. That's awesome. Now, uh, what's next for you, Romy? You got any other projects you're going to work on that you're allowed to tell us about? Uh, I have a few projects that I'm working on that I am not allowed to talk about just yet. But um, up next, very soon, um, this very wonderful show that I got to play a small role on uh, called Little Bird is coming out. And it is a very, very special, wonderful show about this very gruesome part of Canadian history called the 60s scoop that um, I don't think a lot of people outside of Canada know very much about and mm. it's it's very beautifully made by some amazing amazing women and so I would encourage everybody to look into the 60s scoop and keep an eye out for little bird because it's awesome. gonna be good it's gonna be great so uh, now, lastly, now to keep up with you and your projects and everything, how can they find you on social media, the viewers and listeners? I'm Romy underscore Schrader on um, Instagram and Twitter. And that's it. <laughs> Romy, this was uh, great. Thank you for giving me a few minutes today. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.